Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're as cold as ice You're willing to sacrifice our love Hello everyone, welcome to the Ice Cold Takes Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiMeglio, and today I will be recapping my experience at the Stadium Series and also talking about Johnny Brodzinski's new contract extension. No guests for this week, I'm working on something big for the podcast. So let's get right into it. I dreamed of going to a game like the one on Sunday, and it finally came true. I don't usually go to uh, to uh, to games like in person, and uh, if I like, I always like look at watching games on TV, and then there's like always these good games, that Rangers games, and I look at them and I'm like, man, I wish I paid money to go see this game. I wonder what the crowd reaction would have been like. This was this was the game that I was finally at, finally, and uh, you know it it was not a disappointment. I mean, at first it seemed like it because the Rangers went down four one, but like right off the bat, you know, Kako or um, Gustafson scored the goal within the first minute or two of the game, and I thought, you know, the Rangers were in good shape. I was scared at the beginning. I was telling my friends that I was scared at the beginning. Like I had a feeling like the Islanders were going to have like an onslaught, which is what happened. But I didn't expect the, the Rangers to come out uh, and score the first goal. And then Rempe to have the fight in his NHL debut, his first NHL shift, no less. That was incredible. Very, very, uh, very exciting like, start to the game. Uh, I called it. I said Rempe was going to fight on his first shift. I just didn't think it was going to happen at like the opening puck drop. Um, so it was quite, quite the experience there. And he, he really gave it to Matt Martin. That was awesome. Uh, and respect to Matt Martin for allowing Rempe to, to fight. Um, I, I heard that, you know, they got into the, the face-off dot and uh, or the face-off in the center ice after the goal. And uh, Rempe, Rempe and him were lined up. And Martin was like, hey, c- congrats, kid, on making it to the NHL. Do you want to go? And Rempe was like, hell yeah. But I also heard that Rempe was eyeing him down in warm-ups, which is like that's a stone cold killer there, right? Man, that's uh that's awesome. I love that. The Rangers need some of that energy there in their bottom six on their fourth line. It's been too long since they've had guy since they've had a guy like that. You're talking like maybe Dorset or Dan Carcillo, who was only around for a little bit, but he was pretty impactful for the time that he was here with the Rangers in twenty fourteen. 
So to see Rempe do that in his first NHL game, first NHL shift, was incredible. Um, honestly, uh, that first period, though, not the greatest at all for the Rangers. Get in on the NHL action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers who deposit $5 or more can get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 back in a bonus bet. There's a heavyweight battle in Colorado on Saturday at 7 o'clock. The Toronto Maple Leafs are playing the Colorado Avalanche. DraftKings has the Avalanche as the favorites at minus 120. The Maple Leafs are the underdogs. The money line is plus 100. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ICTPOD. New customers can get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 if your first bet loses. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code ICTPOD. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash promos for deposit, wagering, and eligibility restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Quite the, quite the experience, by the way. Um, just that, just that, that when you're walking in and seeing all those fans there all gathered, it was 80,000 people. You don't see that in a normal hockey game. That's like, what is that? That's like quadruple what it is like madison square garden is what 20,000 18,000 it was 80,000 people at metlife stadium and majority of them were rangers fans um so the the the, the noise in the building when like the rangers tied it and were scoring goals was incredible like we didn't know what to do when they tied that game or, or when they won that game in overtime when panarin scored that goal we weren't sure if it was going to count we were like cheering we we're like oh, Wait, what do we do? What do we do? Is this going to count? Like, the net came off. Is this going to count? Um, so we had to wait for that official announcement. And when that official made that announcement that it was a good goal, we went nuts. We were hugging random people that we had no idea who they were. Honestly, like, it was incredible. Uh, Ranger Central, Joey D, Matt, Polish Matt. Joey, what's up, guys? Um, if you guys missed it, these are the guys, Ranger Central and, and uh, Polish Matt. These are the guys that I, I was hanging out with this weekend. I have some content that I'm going to be posting. Uh, they helped me out with, uh, so I'm really appreciative of them for helping me. Um, I'm going to post it on Instagram, TikTok, maybe on YouTube, YouTube Shorts. Uh, but yeah, everything. We're watching Fishing with Earl. Yeah, we're watching uh, Fox Sports Outdoors at 9 o'clock. Don't miss it. Ice Cold Takes is going to make a special guest appearance. Um, but yeah. Just talking about this game, oh man, so hype! I I, I will definitely spend the money and like spend the weekend again to do this. And I heard some people talking about it on the radio that like, man, this was awesome. Like we should do this every single year. Like they should they should try it again at MetLife Stadium. I don't know about every year, but certainly like the Rangers in the outdoor game, absolutely. I would love that. I would love that. So many people are talking about uh, about hockey on Sports Talk Radio. It's incredible. I've been trying to get people to do that, like the guys at ESPN. I want them to talk about hockey so much. Like just once, I just want like one hour of them talking about hockey, like the Rangers or the Islanders or the Devils or the NHL nonstop. And like that's just, it, the hockey is just not that sport. But 
it really felt like it was this past weekend when with this stadium series game. That's how special this one felt. 1 p.m. We will be there. That's right. If you want, if you guys, uh, all my listeners here, if you want me, uh, C. Jess, Ranger Central, and Stat Boy Steven, we're doing a uh, we're doing a live stream on uh, on Ranger Central's channel. So uh, recapping the the stadium series. So we're gonna have a lot to get through there. So uh, I have a lot more to talk about here about other things. Like I'm gonna get right into uh, Johnny Brodzinski's contract extension. I mean. Congratulations to that guy, man. Johnny Brodzinski, what a player. What a player. 30 years old, the ripe age of 30 years old. He's been involved in 84 transactions, most of those like call-ups and reassignments to the AHL. That guy worked his ass off, and he got a, a, a nice little contract extension. Not like not like he got handed the bag like $8 million or something. It was, uh, what was it, 787 and, and 0.5K uh, for two years. So, yeah, and it's one-year deal. So. With the one-year deal, he doesn't have to. His salary doesn't get adjusted, whether he's in the AHL or in the NHL. It's the same salary. So good for him. Good for his family. I know he's got two daughters, and his wife is like going back and forth, like in Hartford, because that's where they still live, uh, bringing their kids to school. So good for good for Brodzinski. He's been playing really well. Uh, he's put his head down. He's worked really hard, and he hasn't complained once. I haven't seen him complain once. I'm sure he's complained, like you know, been upset and stuff, but he's had the right attitude. And he brings a lot to the team. Honestly, I think he brings a lot of speed. I bring, I, I love that he, he's a shooting mentality. And he fits well in that third line right now. So much so that I think that unless it's Yanni Gord, the Rangers will not trade for a third line center at the deadline. And that is my ice cold take for the week. Boom. I don't think the Rangers are going for it. I think they're going to go for a top line right winger instead. Have you seen the asking price for centers around on the market? It's too high, man. Scott Lawton, first round pick. Nick Dowd, first round pick. Adam Henrique, first round pick. The Rangers don't want to give up that first round pick. I am telling you that. Uh, like I know a couple weeks ago, I said that you know the Rangers are going to get a, a third line center, a top line right winger, and a defenseman, plus a, maybe a, a fourth liner. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think the Rangers are fine with Brodzinski. If something comes across like where it's cheap, it's like a bottom six forward, not necessarily a dedicated third liner. Uh, I think the Rangers. I think the Rangers are gonna uh, pass on that, unless it's like I said, unless it's like Yanni Gord. I don't think they're gonna give up their first round pick because, really, think about it. Like, how much of an upgrade is Wenberg over over Brodzinski? Like, I mean, sure, he's got a name, but like Brodzinski is playing really well right now. Uh, I wouldn't mess with the chemistry. If you're gonna get Gord, though, yeah, by all means, throw give up that first round pick oh, by all means. Yeah, and move Brodzinski down the fourth line. Or you could healthy scratch him in case of injuries and stuff like that. But Brodzinski is playing really well right now. I think the Rangers' biggest need is that first line right wing. Jimmy VC can't be the the solution long term for Kreider and Zibanejad. We know they're not going to break those two up as much as we want them to. As much as we want Zibanejad to start shooting and Kreider to start skating north south a little bit more, I don't think the Rangers are going to split up that that top unit. They need a right winger. And maybe maybe somebody like Duclair would be an option here. Um, what, what a great game. Yeah, uh, looking at these comments right here. First and second round pick. Kako first line. Kako has been playing really well. Honestly, Kako has been, has been stepping up. Lafreniere too. I'll get into that. I'll get into that. But like I said, the asking price for centers is really, really high. Um, the market is ridiculous. 
Nick Dowd for first third line centers for first round picks. What is this? Like Goodrow in, in Tampa Bay in 2020, Blake Coleman, Tampa Bay 2020. Like I, I, I scratched my head at that when the when the, the lightning pulled off those trades. But I mean it ended up working out for them. They got a Stanley Cup. They got two Stanley Cups out of those those guys. But I don't think the Rangers are in that spot. I don't think it's it's like that where it's like do or die. You need the third line center for the cup. I think the the need is first line right wing because they currently have Jimmy Vesey playing there. And that's not a long-term solution, like I said. Kako, maybe. I don't know. Laviolette was saying, I'll give him credit. He was saying, I got to find that kid. I got to find a way to give that kid more ice time, honestly. And also, I'm going to get into the Stars games here, um, the, the, the games against the Stars and the Devils. That game, I was fully expecting the Rangers to lose that one, honestly. Uh, the Rangers are winning, have won seven in, had won seven in a row. At some point, you got to have a loss. Come back down to earth a little bit before you reset and then pick it back up. The Rangers proved me wrong. They played a really, really solid game against one of the better teams in the NHL. I think that's that's a Stanley Cup finalist right there. The Stars are really, really good. They are uh, a very balanced team. The defense is great. Ottinger is is a great goalie. I know he didn't play against the Rangers. It was um, it was Wedgwood and Wedgwood's gloves uh not glove side blocker side was sus. Kako picked that spot out and he sniped it. He sniped it. That was the right spot, and Laviolette acknowledged it in postgame. I always say this. Why don't teams, more teams, more players shoot stick side on goalies? I don't know why. Everybody tests the glove out, and the goalies make these lightning-like glove saves a la Doc Emmerich. They do these windmill crazy saves with their glove hand. Nobody shoots stick side. It's there. It's there. There's an opening there. Why not? Take the shot. Kako nailed it, honestly. Trocek shot. I don't know how many times he got uh, he had so many chances in that game before he got an empty netter, but Trocek shot glove side every single time, and Wedgwood robbed him every one, every single one. So you know, shooting blocker side is, uh, you know, just to change it up on the goalie. You might get a couple goals here and there. I'm not saying on every shot shoot blocker, but every other shot maybe, like uh, every three shots, let's say. Um, but like I said, the Rangers, I expected them to lose this one just because of. You know, they, they came off a, a, uh, an exciting win in that stadium series, but now they were facing, like, a real cup contender. Uh, the, the Rangers didn't really play the greatest game against the Islanders. Like, their breakout was bad. Their defense was horrible. You know, it was the power play that really came through clutch for them at the end that got them that victory. But the defense against the Stars was a lot better. That second period won them the damn game, man. They dominated at even strength. They were really, really good. And on the breakout, the the breakout was so much better. Like just from the first period alone, significantly better than what it was in the in the stadium series. There was too many turnovers there. Maybe it was because of the ice. I don't know. And also Shesterkin was unbelievable against the stars. You talk about all those saves that he made. You talk about, you know, the Vezina winning Shesterkin. He's back. Honestly, like the, the way he's played the last two games against the Stars and the Devils, that man is back. He is feeling it right now. He was huge. He came up huge with a bunch of saves at the end of the stadium series game against the Islanders. He didn't have the greatest start. I thought there was maybe like one or two goals that he probably would have won back, like that Horvat goal on the four-on-four four down the right side. He shot at blocker side. Like I was saying, blocker side, you never know. You might you might catch a goalie off guard like Chesterkin was there. But Igor has been outstanding. Um, and I wanted to talk about the analytics for a second. I'm going to bring this up on, on natural stat trick. Um, 
couple days ago. So like the Rangers played this the Stars right in that game, and it was pretty bad, pretty even uh, up until the up until the end, um, the third period. The Rangers got heavily, heavily outchanced. Like out out the shot attempts were twenty seven to seven at five on five for the Stars, which is crazy. Uh, I know a lot of those shot attempts came when uh, they when the they had like a, a an advantage like um a man advantage like six on five or five on four let's say but the rangers got out out chance like severely in that one but my problem with that one is that um if we go wait is it, is it a money puck or is it hang on a second it might be money puck that i saw it on uh money puck nhl team stats let's go to games um when was that game? That was on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Hang on a second. I'm new to this. I'm new to this. Um, what do we call here? Analytics, money puck thing. Where is this? Oh, here it is. Expected goals, all situations, right? So if we go to the third period, right? Sagan, Tyler Sagan had these two great chances in front of the net. And like for, at that point, the expected goals, the cumulative expected goal totals were, were pretty even. But when T Sagan had those two chances, we're literally a second apart. They counted those as two like distinct chances, but it came off of the same play. So like all of a sudden you have like this graph, right? Of expected goals. Don't like look at it. All right. What, what the hell is expected goals, Joey? I'm just saying. Like the expected goals, like in terms of the quality, the chances that they were getting, right? It was here, here, like the stars were a bit above the Rangers, and then like Sagan's one, and then his Sagan two, like boom, boom, right there. Like those two chances came off of like the same play. It was like a rebound. So I don't understand why it's it's calculated as the as like two distinct chances. Like I understand, yeah, it's two separate shots, but it's off the same chance. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it. It, that bothers me a lot. That's where analytics loses me. I thought the Rangers played a solid game. They deserve to win this one. Like this money puck thing, they deserve to win a meter. 65.9% uh, the Stars win 65.9% of the time after 1,000 game simulations. Uh, that's ridiculous. I thought the Rangers were clearly the better team through, throughout most of that game. Sleevy G show. Uh, I've, I went on his show, Gomez. Uh, great guy, by the way, for all my listeners uh, uh, watching this or at home or in the car listening on spotify i love that laugh he's stepping up including when we talk about on my show episode 46 that's when i was on his show lafreniere alexi lafreniere man this guy man he is stepping it up big time for the rangers the rangers really need him this is world juniors champ world junior championship lafreniere that we're seeing right now the kid is skating hard he's hitting He's he's great on the four check he's shooting he's finally capitalizing on his chance like what more do you want from this guy this guy is doing everything possible to help the rangers win games he was outstanding at the end of that stadium series like he was fishing for pucks he was retrieving this is exactly what the rangers need him to be and the he was playing so well against the devils in that game laviolette gave him power play one time that's right laviolette gave him power play one time i remember people were saying like oh laviolette's gonna gonna stunt the growth of the kids like kako and lafreniere uh-uh Lafreniere, he's given him every opportunity to succeed, and I, 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 I don't care what anybody else says about that. Like honestly, this guy, Laviolette, has a lot of confidence in Lafreniere, and I love it. This is this is a first for him. Not David Quinn and not Gerard Gallant. They did not believe in him enough to the point where you know this is a guy that 
he's going to make an impact, be that first overall pick impact player that we thought he was going to be. Now he is finally putting it all together. Uh, he, he's, he's outstanding. He was an animal in that game against the Devils. And on that note, this was one of the Rangers' best efforts of the season. Honestly, I think that was such a great game the Rangers played from start to finish. They didn't let up once, maybe towards the end when they were really trying to give Lafreniere his hat trick, which I, I love that. I love that. Zibanejad's passing up shot attempts like he always does, but you can very clearly tell that it's directly to Lafreniere who's trying to get that hat trick. Maybe Lafreniere tried a little too much when he uh, when he turned the puck over, leading to Hughes' goal. That sucked because Shesterkin lost the shutout, but uh, you know what? I don't even care. They, they played a great game start to finish against a team that knocked them out in the first round last year in the playoffs. That was a statement game, man. Uh, the Rangers are going for 10 in a row now. 10 wins in a row. I've never seen that in my lifetime. Never seen a 10-game winning streak by the Rangers. I want to see this. I want to see that. I don't care too much about the regular season when it's all said and done, but I want this. I want to witness this. I was there for the seventh consecutive win. I didn't think they were going to win the eighth one. The ninth one, they came out firing, man. They were great. Uh, they killed. The penalty kill was outstanding. I know the Devils have been struggling on the power play, but the Rangers killed off a five-minute major and a four-minute double minor in the same game. Unreal, unreal. Like this is just like the penalty kill has been outstanding. The penalty, like uh, the for for um for the Rangers against the Stars too. The New Jersey deserved to, to win a meter made less sense to me. Oh boy! All right, hang on a second. Let's check this out. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rant here in a second. Oh boy. Uh, what's today? Today's Saturday, so the game was on Thursday. Five one. What the hell? Oh my god. Oh my god. Analytics, man. This is this is ridiculous. 73.4% like 73.9%, 74% of the time. The Rangers win 26% of the time after a thousand game simulations. I, I mean, what are these what are these analytics people smoking, man? This doesn't make any sense, honestly. The Rangers were easily the better team in the New Jersey game. Um Let's go here in Polish, Matt. The third period really dragged it in the Stars' favor. This is the problem I have with the Rangers. They need to stop sitting back when they have a one-goal lead. Yeah, the Rangers really sat back in that third period. Uh, as I said before, those shot attempts were uh, heavily one-sided in that game. But I think they it, they played it they played well enough in that second period where it didn't matter. Or like, actually, it it, it mattered. It mattered, but like, it, it's too close to call because any get any game. Uh, <laughs> Any game, uh, you know, it could go either way. Uh, I want this 10th win. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you're kidding me? I cut money. I cut money puck. I would. You see him at the DMV. Boom. Boo money puck. Boo his fat ass. That's right. Yeah. If you're a fan of Don LaGreca, you know where that reference is coming from. Yeah. Uh, these analytics things are, they, they lose me sometimes, honestly, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the start of that Devils game, uh, Last couple things I'm going to talk about before I end this here. The Rempe hit. Matt Rempe, like, that hit, he's so big. Like, pause. Uh, but he's so big that, you know, the, the guys that he's hitting, right, everything is going to be to the head because the guy is so tall. Uh, honestly, like, he kept his shoulder tucked. I, I, the technique was fine with the hit. It was just that where, the, where it occurred on the body, right? So, he hit the bastion in the face. The guy's face was the guy's nose was was bloody, right? He came back to the game. I'm glad he wasn't hurt, but like 
what do you want Reppy to do? Like, I think what you want Reppy to do here is not take that hit at all. Like, it was like charging. I get it. Yeah, he's almost seven foot with skates. He's almost seven feet, seven foot with skates. Yeah, it's like Ben Bishop. Uh, remember when Bishop was uh, killing the Rangers? I'm going on a tangent here, but Rempy's hit. Yeah, I, I agree with the call. I thought it was a it, because it occurred to it, uh, the hit uh, made contact with the head. Uh, you got to throw him out of there. They're trying to get rid of that. I understand it absolutely. I just think that the hit itself, technique wise, it was clean. It was like one of those Truba hits. He didn't leave his feet. It was just like, you know, he, he saw him all the way, though. He saw that the guy's head was down. He didn't need to make that hit. So, Rempy, for the future, you know, just keep your uh, get, keep your wits about you. Pull back just a little bit. You could hit them when, you know, you're fishing for pucks or whatever. But, like, if you're going, like, 10, 12 feet or whatever and you see the guy's head down and it's like, all right, I'm going to light this guy up. Maybe don't do that, honestly. I think he's here to stay, though. I love him. I think he's here to stay. Uh, according to Rempy, uh, Nope. According to Evan Roberts, Rempy should be suspended for 10 games. Well, that's that's why that guy is on WFAN. And that's why, you know, they don't talk about too much about hockey is because they don't know a lot about hockey. So we sit here and we watch hockey. We watch it all the time. We watch the Rangers from start to finish. We watch game one to game 82. That's all we do. We eat, sleep and breathe hockey. Right. They they are all about baseball and football and basketball. And hockey is like fourth fiddle to them. So it makes sense that they wouldn't have a uh, quality ice cold take opinion there. Um, but uh, last thing here for, for me about the, the game against the Devils, the, the Rangers really gave him a hard time all night. I know they had some some banged up bodies like Panarin was nursing. I think it was a lower body injury. Same thing with BZ. They called up Othman for, re, uh, for insurance in case they, either of those guys couldn't go. Panarin was able to go. He was He scored a goal, I think. Or actually, I think he... He set up a goal. I, I can't remember what it was, but he was playing really well. Shesterkin with a great pass to, to Panarin, who found Kreider for the third goal, man. Shesterkin. How about the Rangers try him out on the right wing, honestly, with Kreider's advantage, Ed? How about that? And that guy could really pass the puck. And I think Dave Maloney was talking about it on the radio. He was saying, like, that's a good sign of where you know where Shesterkin is, that he's feeling it, is when he's handling the puck well. And it's true because he's one of the best puck handling goaltenders that we've ever seen. So much better than Lundqvist. I mean, you can't even compare it, honestly. Uh, Shesterkin was great all night, both in that and handling the puck. Also, another thing Maloney was saying, because I was taking deliveries at the pizzeria, is that uh, Dave was saying uh, that Lafreniere should get power play one time, which is what he did, he, which is what Laviolette did. He gave him power play one time because he was playing so well. And that was before Lafreniere scored that second goal. Man. To see them, the Rangers try so hard to to give him the opportunity to get that hat trick. It warmed my heart. I love that man. They really, really like this guy in the locker room. So, I mean, I, hats off. I, I had my I had my doubts about him. I had doubts about his work ethic. I, I sincerely, I'll sign the apology letter there. And I know there's a lot of people within the Rangers fan base that are on the same boat as me. We called him soft. I remember calling him soft. I question, like I said, I questioned his work ethic, the softball in the offseason. Whatever it is that he did, it's obviously working because he's been great all season long. He's just got to keep scoring goals and finishing those great chances. And honestly, he could be he could be like a 50, 60 point guy for easily, easily. Maybe not this year because like he's picking it up pretty late into the season. But like next year, if he starts scoring at this pace, yeah, he's like 60, 70 point guy, honestly. Uh, let's look at these comments here before we 
before we we wrap it up here. Suspended for ten games. That's a little extreme. Yeah, two games if he even gets suspended. Yeah, I don't know about. I don't even know if he's getting a hearing. I don't think he's getting a hearing. Evan Roberts. The stadium series is just another game. Who cares? Also, Evan Roberts never talked about hockey this season until then. Yeah, if you want it like a, a true rate, like a good Rangers fan, a Boomer Siason is a big Rangers fan. Like if you want to listen to somebody like on WFAN talk about hockey, Boomer Siason is who you want to do. Uh, Okay, these guys are talking about this meme that we were talking about, and that'll be mad if he doesn't play any softball next offseason. Yeah, the same thing. Like, that's how I feel about Panarin. Like, next season, if he doesn't shave his head, I'll be upset. Like, because honestly, it's, it's working out for the guy. He's having his best season as a Ranger. I think I, I said it the other night. Like, he's Panarin has me believing in him more than I ever have in any season that he's been with the Rangers. And that's saying a lot because that first season with the Rangers, man, was something special. That guy was arguably robbed of an MVP in that COVID shortened year. But this season, I think he's playing even better at an older age, too. People had doubts about it. I've talked to people saying, like, all right, he's getting old. He doesn't want to go to the middle of the ice. Bullshit. Bullshit. The guy still wants to play. He's hungry. I'm not concerned about him. I think he's going to keep it going. I think he's going to crack 100 points. And I think he's going to play well in the playoffs. I think he's going to be significantly better. Let's just put it this way. If the Rangers lose in the first round, it's not going to be his fault. I don't think it's going to be his fault. It's going to be somebody else's fault. And I think, you know, with the way Zibanejad's playing, I think he's the scapegoat. I think Zibanejad needs to start shooting the puck more. I've said it on the past few episodes. I asked Vince about it and Vince Mercogliano to ask about it. I haven't gotten anything. The guy's gotten paid. He's got to start shooting the puck. I don't care. He's got to start using that lethal wrist shot of his. To his advantage. Boomer is a true Rangers fan. Uh, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Mike MYR for life is right. Mika's been dog shit. It's been dog shit. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyways, that's all I have for you guys. Uh, this is a half hour episode. No guests. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll fill you guys in on, on, on the thing that I'm working on. I'm working on getting Rick DiPietro on the podcast. So hopefully that comes within the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'll be really excited if that happens. It would have been great if it was this week because, you know, the Rangers and the Islanders just played. No big deal. Outdoor game. Not like the whole world was talking about it or whatnot. Um, but, yeah, Rick Pietro, I'm working on him. We'll see what happens. I'm graduating next week from school. I can't wait for that. I'll finally be done with school. Six years of, uh, of post-high school education. Done. Over. 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 Done with. I, I, I'm, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I thought I was, was going to be in school forever, man. I'm looking for. I'm going to be looking for jobs soon. I don't know where it takes us, takes me with the podcast and stuff. I don't know if I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to try to because I love doing it. I love talking about the Rangers, but certainly I'm going to be in the sports journalism, the sports media field. This is where I belong. I love doing this. I love talking about hockey, all sports in general. Uh, 1 p.m. We will be there. Graduation D, job D. Yeah, uh, Kevin Erster, what up? How's it going? Uh, yeah, 1 p.m. Don't forget, on Ranger Central's channel on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. Like and subscribe this video on YouTube. Like and subscribe on Evan's channel, Ranger Central. Uh, we're going to talk more about it. Me, Oh, wait, Kevin, you were in the, the tailgate video. Really? Okay. Which which one was it, if, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, we have a little bit of time here before I end it. Uh, sports Journalism D. <laughs> Uh, me and my boys are in your tailgate video. Yeah. Um, which one was that? Was that the uh, Rangers and the Islanders one? Like where we're going back and forth, naming uh, Rangers and Islanders. We we uh, were 
doing some trivia at the tailgate just to fill, fill everybody in listening to the podcast at home. Um, we were doing some trivia, and, uh, you know, one of the questions we asked was, 10 aisles in range? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, we asked, uh, we asked people, you know, can you name 10 players that played for both the Rangers and the Islanders? Actually, I think these guys named 11. We were trying to get them to name Darius Kasparitis. The biggest one that they got was Al Montoya. The Islanders fan that got that, oh, man, dude, hats off to him. Like, honestly, that guy is – talk about an obscure player. That's one of them there. That's like your – that's your puck doku thing. That's your puck doku answer, like, the, when you're doing that. They cooked. Yeah, they did. They, they, they took – I swear, I counted it. I have it, Evan. They, they did 11. I'm going to post that later. I'll post that. That might be my first one that I post because it was awesome. Another uh, value was another great shout. Yeah, PA Parento was a good pill. And beer, yeah, beer on the rant. The guy that was standing off to the side, the Islanders fan, was like, Oh, yeah, Marty Beer on. They were struggling for a little bit, but you know what? I, I give them a lot of credit for, you know, on the spot being able to come up with guys like that. That was good. Uh, Valley was low key still. Yeah, yeah. Um, Steve Valiquette is the man. Um, if they got Darius Casparitis, I would have, I would have just like, I would have stopped interviewing for the rest of the day. That would have been it. I would have, not edited. I would have posted the whole thing. Like, just that's a mic drop moment. If they were able to get Darius Casparitis, the one guy was so mad that they didn't get that he didn't get it. Uh, he he was like, "Oh my god!" and he walked away because he he knew who he was. Obviously, the um the guys we were interviewing were were a little bit on the younger side. Um, I wouldn't have known Darius Casparitis um if it was like before the podcast, like before I started doing the podcast, I wouldn't have known who Darius Casparitis is. Actually. That's a lie. I do know Darius Gasparitis because I played with him uh, on N- pause on uh, NHL 07 uh, on the PSP. Uh, believe it or not, he was on the Rangers roster. He was the guy that you would use to play all the big body tracks. All right, uh, I'm I'm going off too much here, man. Uh, I'm on a tangent. This is 32 minutes. I'm tired. Uh, my I need something to drink, man. Honestly, let's look on here. I got everything uh, within the decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you said go. He said Gauthier too. Um, one of my favorite players for the Rangers. NHL 017. <laughs> All right. Um, well, this has been a great episode. Thanks everybody for tuning in, watching the the stream on YouTube or on Millions or on Facebook, wherever you're watching or listening to. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for another episode of the podcast. Take care. Hey, Rangers fans! Thank you so much for listening to the Ice Cold Takes podcast this week. Make sure you follow at Ice Cold Takes Pod on Twitter to stay up to date with the latest Rangers info. See you all next week. Time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know.